Hey, I'm Tim. And I'm Drew. And this is the Hearts and Hands Podcast. In Season 5, Episode 3, we talked to Philip Wells about his first documentary. Welcome to another episode of the Hearts and Hands Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Bowler. Joined as always by my co-host, Drew Sonnenberg. And Drew, this week we got to talk to Philip Wells, who is a loyal podcast listener. So first of all, thank you, Philip, for um, always listening and your encouragement for the podcast. It's really great to be able to have you joining us for another conversation as well. Yeah. And you may remember Philip was on a previous episode talking about a website he had created uh, involving stock photography. But Philip always kind of has a lot of irons in the fire, um, kind of doing seven different things at once usually. Um, but he recently finished up a, a kind of bigger project he'd been working on to create a documentary, which was something that was new to him. So it was cool to get his insights on what that process was like. But also the documentary was about creating uh, a play at Bethany Lutheran College. So it was if you get a chance to watch the documentary, it's it's very interesting to see all of the different uh, creative fields and things that go into a stage production like that. So let's go ahead and hear from Philip. All right. Today, we are excited to welcome back to the podcast, Philip Wells. Welcome, Philip. Hi, I'm happy to be here. Excellent. For our listeners who may not have caught your previous episode, could you briefly reintroduce yourself, please? Yeah, uh, my name is Philip Wells. I do a little bit of everything. Uh, my, my day job is video editing and video production. I work with a handful of friends who do, who do shoots around town and around Minnesota. I work at MLC and BLC doing video capture and, and editing. And then I also work at the scene shop at Bethany Lutheran College in the theater department, so where I'm building sets and doing stuff with the... Uh, theater and the play, which we'll talk about later today. And then I occasionally teach adjunct at Bethany as well. Awesome. Yeah. Lots of irons in the fire. Yes. So uh, as you sort of alluded to, we want to talk about how you kind of combined a few of those different things on one of your most recent projects and made a documentary. Could you tell our listeners, just for starters, what was this documentary about? Yeah. So I... I was asked to teach the theater a theater course on like building sets and theater production. And as I was getting into that a couple of years ago, I was told, hey, have your class watch this video. Uh, it's like sing faster or something like that. And it mm -hmm. does a good job of describing behind the scenes. And I watched sure. it and I had my class watch it. And I was like, this doesn't do it for me. Like this isn't giving me the type of info I was expecting. And I was as I thought about it, I'm like, I do video. That's my my day job. I work in the theater. The Bethany Theater is amazing, and we do all these original productions. So we actually have the entire process laid out before us, where we have faculty members who are writing it, and then we have people performing it, and then we, you know, and like this just needs to happen. So I decided to make a documentary that walks through the theatrical process, starting with the playwright. And like, this is how people come up with ideas. And this is how you write a play all the way to this is how you design the set and build the set and make the set and rehearse for the play and do the play. And then this is how you take it all down afterwards. 
Awesome. Uh, and so you went through the process with uh, with which play was it? Uh, this was Snow Queen was the the play that we were there putting on whenever it was that I did this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you said uh, this was written by someone from Bethany, correct? Yes. So Emily Kimball and Marin Boucher were the two. Uh, Marin was a, uh, had just graduated, and then Emily is the costume designer and faculty at Bethany. Excellent. Um, and like you said, you went through e- each step of the process along the way, which uh, uh, for me was uh, very fun to watch. I, I love documentaries about the creative process and about what, what goes into making the final product. Because a lot of times we just see the final product and it's cool and we enjoy it, but we don't necessarily know all everything that went into making it. So this was really fun for me to watch. What would you say was kind of like the, for people who don't know what what goes into it, what were some parts that you think would be kind of eye-opening or surprising for people um, that they may not realize goes into the making of a production like this? Yeah, to be honest, some of it was even new to me because like I work in various aspects of it, but like I hadn't been in other worlds uh, like with the lighting design, like how that all takes place and with costuming. And those were areas where I felt I could have even gone deeper uh, sure. into things. But it was it was fun for me because to interview the students as they were coming into this process for themselves. I remember the one, one student was talking about how when she came to see plays, she would always think, wow, this is an amazing set. They must have had like weeks to work with this. And it's like, no, we're still putting stuff together on opening night. Like, <laughs> just, like the show's not is sometimes not done until the audience is in the in the seats. <laughs> Yeah, cool. I, I guess we, we probably sort of skipped over this, but uh, this is available for people to watch right now, correct? Yes, this is available uh, free of charge on YouTube and uh, on the website. The website is thelifeofastageplay.com, which is the okay. title of the, the documentary. Excellent. And we'll be sure to put that, that link in the show notes as well as the link directly to the YouTube video. Awesome. Yeah, like I said, I, I watched it. I really enjoyed it. Um, I highly recommend it to our listeners as well, especially if documentaries are your thing. Like this, this was very well done. Um, and so, I do feel so? I don't want to cut you off, but I do feel it. it's a very fast-paced documentary. And yes. In some ways, I made it more for myself because I do love the kind of explainer videos, and in this, I almost feel like this is more masterclass than documentary, just because there isn't a lot of breathing room. Sure. Because I cut it. I was trying to get everything in there in under two hours because that, that was my mm-hmm. goal. And if part of me feels like I should have made it two and a half hours long and put in a lot more breathing space. But I, I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> sure. But I, I did want to kind of dig into that section of this a little bit about the, the what went into actually making the documentary. First of all, is was this the first documentary you've ever made? This is the first full length anything I've I've made of of this length, I think. So yeah, first documentary. What was that daunting for you? What 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 was that like just from a a creative point of view? Yeah, I to be honest, I thought about this for probably a year and kind of floated the idea around for a, a a while before I actually did anything. And it was when I knew we had an original production coming up where I was like, okay, let's do this. And so I filmed the initial interviews the 
spring before the production happened. So this was like, I don't know, six, eight months ahead of time when they were still writing it. And then I followed up with them over the summer to, to do stuff. And there was just a lot of uh, capturing. I knew that later on in the process, I would need video of this and I would need interviews of these things. And so I wanted to capture those as, as they as they went along. Yeah, which brings up a question. I'm sure different uh, filmmakers do it different ways. But as far as your experience went, did you have kind of like an outline and you're like, this is the the story I want to tell. And that's so I need to make sure to get footage of all these things. Or was it more, I know that in general, I all of these things happen. So I'm going to get footage of all of them. And then once I have the footage, decide how to tell the story. I think I did a little bit of both. I kind of had, I had the the very general, like these are the main sections I want to cover. You have your pre-production and then production and post-production. And then I was narrowed it down a little bit more. I was like, okay, I want to talk costumes. I want to talk lighting. I want to talk set building and set design and acting and stuff. So I kind of had all these chapters in my mind about um, the different aspects I wanted to cover. And then as those things started to happen, I made sure that it's like, okay, they have just started rehearsal or they're just about to start rehearsal. Let's interview a couple actors and and talk about what it's like with that first read through and the casting process and all of this stuff. So it was a lot of trying to stay on top of what's currently happening and how can I capture that? Sure. Sure. That makes a lot of sense. Was there anything we, I asked already, like in the, in the final project, if there's anything that you thought might be surprising for the, the audience. Um, but is there anything you feel like you learned along the way that you didn't know about, just the the process in general or about or even about the process of making a documentary what did you learn or as you make, went through the process on the video production side of things i am always always telling students uh when i talk to students stuff like it is extremely important to organize your footage and make sure you know where everything <laughs> is and label it and go through and take the time to do that and i'm usually really good about that i was n- even as good as I tried to be about this, I was not good enough at this because <laughs> you sure. end up with like three plus, I think I had three or four hours of interviews total that I had to, to cut through. And then I had B-roll from like some days I would film interviews and B-roll and some days I would just film B-roll and some B-roll was on my camera and some was on my phone and it was in this folder and that folder and like sorting through all that at, when you're like, I'm pretty sure I have this footage. And then later <laughs> you can't find it. And then like months after you're done, you run across this piece of footage and you're like, oh, I wanted to use this and I didn't use this. Why? Didn't <laughs> <laughs> so organization, organization is yes. key. It's especially awesome. on something that goes over, like from my initial filming day to when the video was done, done was over a year. And so making sure that the things you're doing today are still in your mind or still something you can think about or remember mm. 18 months yeah. from now, like that's insane. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So with that in mind, is this something you want to try to do again sometime? Do you want to make another documentary or was this more of a, you need it, you, you saw a need, like you were saying, the the video that you were showing your students didn't do it for you. So was this more about filling that need and now you're like, I'm on to other things or is this something you want to try to do again, another documentary? 
that's a good question. <laughs> uh, definitely, I so there's actually aspects of the theater process that I skipped over, and it was kind sure. of like late in the process. I'm like, you know, I don't talk about uh, makeup. I don't talk about some of these mm-hmm. other things. Like, so there could be additional content for this uh, that I could make a second. Like, here's the like another version. I also want to make an abridged version of this. I've had um, at least one person talk to me about they want something they can show in a class period, so like a 50-minute sure. version of this. So I do want to cut this down at some point so it, it'll fit in a 50-minute or 45-minute period. And as for doing, I, I don't know, I really did enjoy this process. I would kind of love to do another one. I just don't know what I would do it on. <laughs> well, that answers my next question. What what would you do it on? Uh but no, that's great. So if, if you don't have another documentary on the horizon, like we said at the beginning, you do always have a lot of irons in the fire. So do you have any new projects that you're currently working on or are going to be starting soon that we can look forward to? Probably the answer is yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know what they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I have a project board and right now it's full of a lot of just little smaller editing projects and things like that. I don't have any massive creative projects on the horizon, I don't think. I I did want to make mention, though, uh, the last time we had you on the podcast was primarily to talk about your stock photography website. Uh, That's still up and running, correct? Yes, LutheranStockPhotos.com, still up and running. Uh, Lutheran Stock Photos? uh, Yeah. Are you still looking for additional contributors for that as well? Yes, uh, we have over 2,300 images right now. I had somebody donate uh, 300-some images from their trip to Italy or Europe or something, and I am still going through (laughs) and uh, tagging those and putting those into the system, but we've, yeah. Awesome. Well, is is there uh, a final sort of pitch or uh, just general commercial, I guess, for for the documentary that you want to give to, to help encourage people to watch it. As I said, I, re- I watched it. I really enjoyed it. It's a, a fascinating look into just a bunch of different creative processes that go into one big project, um, which is it's just really fun to watch. But any, anything you want to say about the documentary? Yeah, I I mean, it's I do have it broken down into chapters. And so if you don't want to sit through an entire hour and 47 minutes all in one go, you can just watch little bits. Or uh, I actually did have somebody comment on the one video. We have a video on dramaturgy and what that entails. And so I had somebody on YouTube actually reach out and be like, hey, I'm doing this for an assignment. Like, how do I even do this? And so I was able to reach out mm-hmm. to the uh, person we interviewed and be like, hey, this is the question. And then kind of relay that information back uh, to help stuff out. But yeah, my hope is that if there are people in theater who or want to get into theater or are dealing with parts of this and they don't know all the process, like this is a good resource for them to be like, Oh, this is our things I should be thinking about. Or maybe even these are people I could reach out to like all of these people that I have interviewed, um, either work at Bethany, go to Bethany or recently went to Bethany. And they would all be people that you could probably find and reach out to and be like, Hey, how's the, uh, how would I do this? And they would be, I'm putting words in their mouth, but I'm sure they'd be, uh, super happy to help you out. <laughs> yes, yes. Everyone I've ever talked to from Bethany is is loves talking about the creative process and is eager to help other creatives. So I will also put words in their mouth. Um, <laughs> they would be happy to help. Well, as always, th- Philip, we want to thank you for taking the time uh, to talk to us today. We're excited for 
uh, our listeners hopefully to get a chance to watch this documentary and we are excited to see what you've got coming up next uh even if it's a little ways down the road thank you that wraps it up for another episode of the podcast. As always, if you have questions you want answers to, people you want to hear from, or you want to come talk to us about your newest project, we'd love to hear from you. Feel free to reach out to us at heartsandhandspodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show, please find our Patreon page at patreon.com slash heartsandhandspodcast. If you're interested in supporting the ministry of Hearts and Hands, please go to heartsandhands.art and in the top right-hand corner of the website, you can click give. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>